This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey everybody, welcome to another first run bald movies. Jim and I just had a strange, bewildering, and majestic experience at the <laughs> box office seeing one Ad Astra hmm. starring Brad Pitt, Tommy Lee Jones, 30 Seconds of Live Tyler. Uh-huh. And... uh it, it's it's had all the prerequisites for a space movie. You got did. the space cowboys. You got the Armageddon. Yeah, I feel like you, you just really you hit all the bases there. I forgot about the Armageddon. There's one shot of Tommy Lee Jones in like a flight outfit that they might have just pulled from yeah. a, a publicity still from Space Cowboys. <laughs> right. Uh, so you know, I'm inclined to be in the tank for a kind of cerebral science fiction film, which this most certainly is. This shares a lot of mm-hmm. DNA with. Uh, Interstellar shares a lot of DNA with 2001 A Space Odyssey it's Hmm. not exactly the same in tone as either of those but it's it's closer to that than gravity although it has a lot of gravity DNA in it too does yeah one damn thing after another happening Uh, the film felt longer than it's two hour runtime. what did you think I'm curious man I, I think the thing that this movie is trying to do is not for me but it is for a lot of people, I think. What do you um, think the film's trying to do? I don't know how much I want to say in the non-spoiler section because it's th- this film is a journey. Uh, mm. They they go a very long way to make the point that they want to make, and the movie is that point. And if I start to talk about those things, it will kind of spoil the movie. You're I think. right because this movie is extremely dense and mysterious for ninety percent of its runtime. Yeah, where. It, it, mm. Okay. In yes, in some ways. In other ways, I think it's ham-fisted and just bashes you over the head did right you, from the jump. Did you know exactly? Did you know what was going to happen at the end? No, okay. I didn't know exa- exactly what was going to happen, ham-fisted. but I knew what they were getting at. Right? The yeah, the the narration I found very a little over the top. Man, but if it wasn't there, it'd be indecipherable. Yeah, it'd be a silent movie. Right. Well, I the- I feel myself very torn by this movie because. I think the the central thesis of the film is something that I have grappled with and come to terms with and answered in my own mind. Mm, okay. The so so from that angle like this did nothing for me. Mm-hmm. However, like it's it's very well made. Mm-hmm. Um and it, and I found despite its very uh stately pacing mm-hmm. that I was never bored with it. Yeah, when I said it felt longer than its 2-hour runtime, I don't I didn't that, that usually comes across as a right. a criticism, yeah. but at no point was this film not watchable. Yeah. Um it's just like again, if if I didn't know that it was 2 hours and 3 minutes with credits, I would assume it was like a 2-hour 45-minute kind of interstellar type of runtime. Uh-huh. Uh I'm actually kind of It's weird how the time dilation dilation worked in that film. In Interstellar, uh, yeah, no, and this, and this, oh, okay. I'm talking about like <laughs> okay. the the gravity, of the this, real life, the time gravity of this yeah. film, I guess, stretched it because there are so many long stretches without any dialogue, um, where you're just kind of pondering Brad Pitt, pon- Brad Pitt pondering the circumstances he finds himself in. Yeah. Uh, maybe that explains it because yeah, like 
I, 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 it's, it's, it's a damnedest thing. Um, and it's a very, it's a very interesting blend of like ultra realism and surrealism. Like every time, every time I thought like, okay, I'm grounded in what this film's technical reality is. They would go a little Star Trek on me to where Uh I'm like, I can't even tell if this is realistic or not. And I found the action scenes absurd, uh, Mm. for the most part. There, there were one or two that were good. Like the opening action scene, I thought was very good. Oh yeah, uh, yeah that was and, amazing. And it grabs you. And then there were some that I thought that were just ridiculous and didn't need to happen. Uh-huh. Um, but th- I guess the best way to describe this film is quiet, not slow, mm. because they jump you right into the plot. Like oh, yeah. there is no hesitation, yeah. and and it just keeps pushing you down that path. There's never a moment where I was like. When are they going to get to the next plot point? Well, so, okay, I think I just stumbled on something. So this is, there is a lot of action in the first two-thirds of the act of this movie. In fact, actually, there's a lot of action throughout the film. Uh-huh. But the central character, and this isn't a spoiler because it's established like within the opening shot, mm-hmm. Brad Pitt has this, like uh, his, his character um, has this almost supernatural ability to stay calm under any circumstance. Yeah. Like his resting heartbeat is like 45 beats per, per minute. When he's going through an extremely stressful time in the first five minutes of this film, it spikes at 80. Uh-huh. <laughs> and his kind of just placid demeanor, no matter what is happening, I think that's what gives this movie, like this movie has ice blood in its veins. Absolutely. The, so, the movie is Brad Pitt's character. Yeah. And, and I, and that's why I say like, I think it's very well made. I think mm-hmm. everything they're doing here is of a piece. And and it works. It's just maybe not for me. The other thing is like I felt like this movie kind of washed over me. And there's a couple of instances where I got thinking about like things in my own life, um, and kind of like kind of my my mind would wander, but never. But oh, but but it would always like the movie. You know, it gave you the dive, space for that, right? Yeah, like, yeah, it felt like a like an art museum without a crowd, uh-huh. where you felt like oh, I can just sit on this bench and stare at this 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 picture and think a bit, and then. You know, uh, like every once in a while in a movie, you go like, <clears throat> yeah, it would gently bring you out. Yeah. Like it's, it, it's like a, a really good yoga instructor. Yeah. <laughs> like they bring you to a place of Zen and then they know they need to ease you out of that into the next portion of the, of, into the next warrior pose, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's time for downward facing dog. Yeah. Uh, do you, would it surprise you if within a few weeks there's a 2000 or two, 20,000 word essay? that reveals an entire other layer and structure to this movie or a YouTube, yeah, like it a 45 minute YouTube film, uh, a film series that shows. Cause like interstellar, I, kinda... I got like, I could understand that this yeah. movie. No, this movie is very simple. You this movie so? is doing one thing. It's asking one question huh. and it's giving you its answer. There's uh, just so many bizarre things in this film and bizarre performance, uh, graces that I think that, that those huh. feel like, uh, like a hole in 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 in, in, in like a subspace disruption in, in Star Trek, where yeah. it's like, <laughs> you know, there there's something there there that's like the tip of the iceberg, and it wouldn't it, it wouldn't surprise me. It okay. wouldn't surprise me it, if there is a whole yeah. other bandwidth of information, kind of like. <laughs> and you I know, guess by me saying it would it would surprise me, uh-huh. uh, then yeah, I, I'm setting myself up to be surprised, right? Would it mm, when it like yeah. by not seeing it, yeah, it would of um, course surprise me. But yeah, I it's one of those things where I also 
was really braced for an emotional payload that I felt like it 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 never really came because it's just again this this character this this movie's heart rate's not going to get over six, 65 resting it's not going to get a, a resting over a resting 65 beats per minute yeah it's a very a very quiet and isolating movie and I don't think it ever establishes the necessary character connections to to really hit you uh-huh. the way that other movies do yeah. um, this this is more about contemplation. Uh, not about like feeling something uh-huh. necessarily. What do you think of the performances? Like it's hard to, yeah, it's hard to it's it's hard <laughs> to rate them because they're. I think they're what they needed to be. It's like, like I, you know, George Lucas's famous instruction was faster, more intense. Uh-huh. I feel like this direction was slower, less intense. <laughs> yeah, slower, less intense. Deep breaths. Breathe in through your nose. <sighs> Out through your mouth, out through your ass. So, how do you judge that? I don't know, man. I think I think the actors did did exactly what the director wanted them to do. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's good acting. Yeah. Um, I felt like the movie looked expensive. Mm-hmm. Like the special effects, the uh, set work, the costuming was all amazing. There's actually to the to the to the extent that. It was a little jarring that they didn't bother to do like the differential gravity of like the moon and Mars, right? Like you know, like that's something you you notice in the Expanse. It's like, well, it's shit. It's it's the Expanse. Like they're uh-huh. every four or five episodes, they're going to do a zero g scene just so you remember they can do it. Uh-huh. But like when they're on the space stations, we're on the moon. When they're on a a moon of Jupiter, you're not going to get that one tenth, one twentieth gravity. And I felt like this is the movie with with. As little time as we spend in those environments, I mm-hmm. wish I wish they 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 did. I, I wish they sweated that detail. Yeah, hmm. I, I think you're right. I think every every space movie should take gravity into account, mm-hmm. take the the you know the the physics of it all mm-hmm. into account. And this didn't seem like they spared any expense. I mean, you've got. Brad Pitt in it. Yeah. Very expensive actor. Yeah. I'm talking like maybe there's 30, 40 seconds where you'd have to rig up a a small crowd of people with some kind of a thing to just make them do that, do do that little bit of float as they're walking down a hallway. Mm -hmm. And that would have really, really been in in, uh, something impressive. And I, I, it's like, hmm, I wonder, I don't know. Maybe it's like, I don't know how expensive the movie is, but maybe they just ran out and they're like, sure, it's 45 seconds, fucker, but that was going to be $45 million. So, (laughs) right. Yeah, the only thing I wish this movie had done differently is that narration. I really feel like they just kept driving this point home, like about who Brad Pitt is, uh, who his character is, who uh, his father is, what what you know that means to his life, and I I just felt like every time they they started back in on it, it was just them repeating themselves Mm. like i i understood from the first few bits of narration uh what they were getting at and then and then you could have given me some more at the end and i think i i will say i think the the mirroring of the two narrative pieces at the beginning and the end Mm. is very effective yeah i I, I love that Yeah. yeah it was the perfect way to cap that film it's almost the exact same but everything in between felt wrong to me Huh, interesting. Or not everything, but a good chunk of the stuff in between. Uh, okay. I don't know if I have anything else to say that's non-spoilery. Okay. Uh, this is currently boasting like a low 80% on Rotten Tomato, which hmm. I felt okay. that I feel like that's... I would say it's very ambitious. This is going... Yes. This is... 
This is asking questions that not many movies care to ask uh -huh. and that few, few, very few, are equipped to ask. Um, I was very disappointed to see the crowd. Like this, this was this was this yeah. screen was on the biggest screen at the house. Uh, this is the screen that they usually show the Avengers on, like the Justice League's on. Yeah, and the big X It was ten percent full. Yeah, and the guy at the concession stand said that this was like a special preview uh, night, like one night before. And I think he's right because it wasn't at any other theaters. Okay. Like I, I had well, to then, go. So why you'd think it'd be even more crowded? Right, because like right. this theater, this is not an uncommon appearance. Like all, you know, that's how we get these things out on Thursday night. Is like they reliably have the first releases. Yeah, you know, seven o'clock on Thursday. So like. If there was a big buzz of people wanting to see this movie, they would have sought that out. Like if you, you search for Ad Astra so. on Google and it gives you local results, you see all the local. So it's like, <laughs> I don't know. I think my, this movie's going to bomb theater, and bomb hard, and I don't yeah. know why, except my, for <laughs> my local theater is playing Rambo tonight. <laughs> well, I, I, that's what I said. It's like I hate to say it, but like I think this is more evidence of like the anti anti intellectual tide oh, of sad. our culture. Yeah. Because they'd rather see the same fucking Rambo mm -hmm. again than some than, than take a risk on something you know ambitious, maybe not entirely successful, thoughtful, deliberative, mm -hmm. contemplative. So it is what it is. Yeah, uh, let's talk about some trailers, shall we? Sure, Jim. Uh, do you want to talk about nineteen seventeen? We've talked about it before. I thought I'm, so. I'm kind of interested in this movie. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's just Saving Private Ryan, but it looks like it's going to be good. It's World War One. It's like that's a fucking crazy, crazy war. Uh -huh. uh, it stars Richard Madden and Ben Benedict Cumberbatch, among others. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm interested in seeing it. Um, I, yeah, uh, let's move on to uh, Ed Norton, Bruce Willis, <laughs> oh, Bobby Cannavale, uh -huh. Alec Baldwin. William Defoe, uh -huh. Michael K. Williams, uh -huh. Motherless Brooklyn, the star power. Like every every other scene they showed was yeah. a brand new, huge named star. Yeah, yeah. I I I don't even think I'm super interested in the plot of this film. Although it seems like it's a guy with Tourette's who is uh, working for William Rudolph Hearst. Or is that the the big bad of the the film? Oh, is this going to be like a real like based on a? I thought so. I heard his name. I, I, they, hmm. Yeah, I, I thought that's. Uh, I I don't know. Um, okay. Hmm. It's uh. It's he, based... he's a, kind of a detective underneath, like kind of a detective in training underneath Bruce Bruce Willis, who gets mixed up in some stuff, and yeah. he's got to figure out what he was mixed up in, and it leads apparently to something huge. Yeah, it's based on a novel, um, which is interesting. It's it's uh, directed by Ed Norton, and he huh. adapted the screenplay too. So I'm I'm very interested to see what this is all about, and um, just the just the names. My God, right? I, in fact, I thought like if if I didn't know if it didn't lead with written and directed by Ed Norton, I'd have thought this was like a Scorsese joint or uh -huh. like you know it's like like when you get this kind of star power together, holy shit. Um, let's move on to a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I don't think you'd seen this trailer before. Yeah, I have. Oh, you have? Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, this I Jesus Christ, I can't wait for this to come out. Uh, yeah, I think this is a bald movie, right? For sure. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, this is if you don't know a uh, kind of biopic about uh Mr. Roberts, Mr. Rogers rather, <laughs> and a journalist who does a cover story on him, and mm -hmm. it feels like his mandate was like find the real Fred Rogers. Yeah. You see what kind of dirt's underneath this this man's fingernails, and uh, 
mild spoiler, he's not going to find any. <laughs> be squeaky clean. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm, I, she's tried. I feel like I've been emotional the last couple of weeks. Uh, I've been sleeping very well. That's a whole other story. But like, I was all like, I was tearing up uh, throughout this entire trailer. Yeah. I'm not going to survive. Uh, Alexis was was being torn up by it too. Had she seen? Have you guys seen the documentary yet? Uh, no, we haven't. Um, you guys, if you if you want to get um uh if you want to get kind of prepped for this, uh, please go see "Won't You Be My Neighbor." Uh, it's available just about everywhere now, and uh, it's it, it's it's an amazing look, and it'll make you feel good about yourself in the way that Mister Rogers can can do. Uh, countdown. No, nope. I think the monster looks creepy. The Grim Reaper. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's the best you, thing you could say about it, though. But this is the standard. Cell phones are killing us. Like, I, there's been 15 different <laughs> of, uh, versions of this movie in the last as many years yeah and their, so. their count that their app idea is not original man that was i've i was a 13 year old looking at this shit on the internet like <laughs> it's been around forever yeah. i knew the day i was gonna die uh-huh. the day i logged onto a GeoCities page and clicked a button uh-huh and i found out i feel like that we are going to sit through about 50 different movies that's based on creepypasta on the internet yeah which okay whatever you know it's the, mo- like the modern day legend man and all yeah. that stuff yeah yeah the What's the SCP, the, the, the whole like wiki that's like kind of purported to be this like sub governmental agency that does paranormal investigations. Oh, yeah, yeah, my yeah. son is ate up with it. He loves it. Oh, He's God. played video games based on it. He, he writes his own entries and he shares them with his friends. Uh-huh. Um, I, it's about time for him to get into a scary movie, I think. Has he never seen any scary movies? Nah. I think the scariest movie he's seen is like a Tremors. But okay. Like something really shiver his timbers. He's thirteen. Jesus. He did. The, he survived the gauntlet of haunted houses at Kings Island last year. Oh yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's ready to go. He's he's a lot tougher than I was at his age. Uh, rhythm section. Terrible name. What an awful name for this movie. It stars Blake Lively, also Jude Law, and it looks like every time I see a female uh, kind of like spy thriller action, I keep thinking like you know. Because I don't, I, 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 I'm always rooting for these films, but I feel like you know the Atomic Blondes, they just haven't quite done it. Um, hmm. the, like, like Kill I never Bill. Never saw Red Sparrow. Yeah, Kill, Kill Bill. Bill is a great example of that type. Like, that's like the pinnacle of that genre. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even think. I thought Red Sparrow was okay for what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this one, I, this is the next great, the great hope. Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. Yeah, I thought I, it was pretty good. I got those vibes off this. That's another very successful yeah. uh, female heroine franchise. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know anything about it. It's intentionally mysterious and vague, but it looks amazing, and it looked like it, it's got some uh, interesting actors in it. But, but, but right, you feel me on the name. Bad name, the rhythm section. Yeah, what the fuck? I hear that name. I do not think this movie. No, no. I, I would think like a Nick Cannon like mid-2000s shit fest. Like, <laughs> right, right. Um, something with uh, a lot of uh, singing and dancing and high right. school musicaling and mm-hmm. um, you know what? What's the, what was the other one about the acapella groups? Pitch Perfect. Ah, yeah, yeah. It's, it sounds sounds like a Pitch Perfect uh, uh-huh. prequel or something. Hey, and I thought it was ironic that they used a song without a rhythm section. <laughs> what did they use? Uh, they used how oh, fuck is it? It's not Leonard Cohen. It's it's Nirvana did a cover of it. I'm trying to think. Who did it? I don't know. It, it was a song with just vocals, and uh, I guess they did have rhythm. They, but it was a guitar. There were no like drums or anything. Ah, gotcha. No, no percussion. Yeah, no percussion. Uh, Ford versus Ferrari. 
This is the... I've not seen this version of the trailer. Same here. Uh, it seemed like it was pretty long. Uh, mm -hmm. seemed like it gave away a lot of... Well, of course, I don't know. This is a historical thing. It's Ford versus Ferrari. I'm almost dead certain that Ford actually wins. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't know what they're afraid of giving away or not. But, like, I, you know... Uh, I know a lot of people are bored with the like you know great men stories. Yeah, I, I, I'll still watch one if it's well told. And uh, this one, this one looks like a corker. I was a little so. worried that that's what Ad Astra was going to be. Mm. Like halfway through this, I'm like, oh no. Yeah. Not a not another great man story. Yeah, yeah, especially a fictional one. Uh huh. Uh, and then finally, Kingsman. Have you seen? Have you seen this? This one is before? the first time I saw this trailer. Okay. Um, I have taken kind of a shine to the Kingsman universe yeah uh and this is like a world war one prequel and i i don't that's a very weird choice to make but hell i'm in Ralph the tone Fiennes. felt a little different than the others a lot maybe. more serious yeah huh. i don't know that that's what i want out of the king's man yeah. but maybe i don't know but maybe because i feel like one of the problems with like uh star wars especially is like they only have one lane that they know to be in Mm -hmm. And sometimes, like, I'm dying for Star Wars to get out of that lane. I want to see yeah, the bounty hunters. I want to see, you know, a, a, a long, long distance freighter. I want to see, you Rogue know. Rogue One. <laughs> yeah. Or I want to see a crime film set in the. I, I guess that was a little bit of solo, but I. Yeah. You know, get 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 into the like lesser explored areas and King's Man going back in time and having a different, slightly different, more serious, sober tone, a little less uh, James Bond gadgety. I, I could, but I also, I don't know, maybe they're burying the lead and it's going to be very steampunk sci-fi. Yeah, I will weird. say I'm going to miss, uh, what's his name, Taron Edgerton. Mm. Uh, he's great in those movies. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know if it's going to feel the same without him, but. I was going to say, the the the, the one knock, knock is the King's Man looks like he's a bowl of tapioca, but uh, I would have said the same thing about Edgerton. Ed, what does Taron? I think it's Taron Edgerton, yeah. I just said the same thing about him before I saw uh, the, the first couple uh, Kingsman movies. Oh, I learned how to pronounce uh, Akara Delavine tonight. Did I say, also, I just said Ralph Fiennes, didn't I? It's Rafe. Is it? I don't Rafe know. Rafe Fiennes. I, I feel like I've been corrected both ways many times, yeah. and uh, I'm just lost on that. But Akara Delavine is how she pronounces her name. Wow. Who is she? Uh, the the woman who's playing like the fairy in Carnival Row. I haven't seen. Have you seen Carnival Row? I saw part of the first episode and then realized, oh shit, I don't have time to watch this. Oh, <laughs> and so I, I had to shut it off. But okay, okay. It doesn't look like it's for me. It's very fantasy. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Mm, I don't know. The part I saw was not bad. Uh, okay, that's all the trailers we saw. Um, because this is one of the the rare instances we saw the thing in the same house. So I know for sure that's the last trailer we saw, mm -hmm. and this is where your experience ends. If you are not a club member, uh, if you are a club member, please join us in the spoiler section. If you're not a club member, well, psh, slap slap. We got so many great movies coming. <laughs> you might want to get in. Not only is Mister Rogers coming down the pike, but we've got. I've just drawn a blank. Uh, Star Wars. Star I know Wars, that one. The Joker. Oh, Joker! Yeah, that's coming. Ford versus Ferrari. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going. It's it's going to be a real jam packed last quarter of, of of everything on Bald Moves, but movies too. And the way you get the deep dive, spoiler filled reviews is to be a club member. Why not join today? Club.baldmove.com.